Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, September 8th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Madison Colombo. Now let's see What's What in the City. It's that time of year when families get up earlier and yellow buses are back on the road. That's right. The 2022 school year officially began this morning with 900,000 students returning to class. But this year, there's some changes. Schools are updating safety protocols in the wake of last year's shootings and the uptick in confiscated items found at schools. They're hiring hundreds of new safety officers, fixing school infrastructure like locks and PA systems, and using a new app to allow principals to better communicate with parents and staff in case of an emergency. Schools are also trying to avoid violence by bringing in organizations that aim at better supporting students and preventing misconduct. While safety regulations were increased, COVID precautions were not. Students will no longer have to wear masks or be subject to daily health screenings and random PCR tests. Hopefully students this year have a safe and healthy return to the classroom. Hundreds of New York City convictions could be overturned over the course of the next few months. This is the result of police misconduct carried out by 13 NYPD officers. Brooklyn DA Eric Gonzalez presented almost 400 cases to be overturned. The dismissals are based on new evidence that NYPD officers who served as essential witnesses were found guilty of on-duty crimes, making them unreliable. Gonzalez says the integrity of their arrests is now in question. Some of the officers' crimes include murder, lying under oath, and planting drugs. This push for dismissal marks the sixth largest mass dismissal in U.S. history. The Legal Aid Society praised the Brooklyn DA and is urging other New York district attorneys to carry out similar reviews. In other legal news, former top advisor to Donald Trump, Stephen Bannon, has been indicted. Bannon surrendered to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office today. He's been charged with five felony counts connected to his work with the organization We Build the Wall, who he used to solicit donations to build a barrier along the U.S.-Mexico border. If convicted, Bannon could potentially face up to 15 years in prison. The annual Afropunk Festival is back for their first show since 2019. The concert will be held out in Brooklyn's Commodore Berry Park in Fort Greene. Artists include names like Burna Boy and The Roots. The festival will also host the Spinthrift Market and Bites and Beats, so people can shop and eat in between the music. You can catch the festival this weekend and find more information on their website, afropunk.com. According to the New York Post, New York City is facing a feather boa shortage. That might have something to do with Harry Styles. The musician has a residency at MSG until September 21st. That's fueling the feather boa frenzy. Fans have been searching desperately for the boas to wear to his concerts, and many shops around the city have been sold out. The look comes from Styles' Grammy outfit back in March 2021. And since then, his fans have run with the eccentric garment. Now let's get into the world of sports with FUV's Brian Raybacks. So, Brian, have anything from the mound for us? I absolutely do, Jaya. It was a full day of baseball in New York on Wednesday as both the Mets and Yankees played doubleheaders. Starting with the Mets, they won both games against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It was a full day of elite pitching as Chris Bassett and Jacob deGrom were both dominant in each game. These two wins now once again give them sole possession of first place in the NL East by half a game over the Atlanta Braves. The Mets did receive some unfortunate news on Max Scherzer, however. He is headed to the 10-day IL with oblique irritation. Luckily for these Mets, they expect him to miss just one or two starts and believe this is not a long-term issue. As for the Yankees, they swept their doubleheader over the Twins. Aaron Judge 
you guessed it, hit another home run in the first game, his 55th of the season. As for Game 2, their win was highlighted by a 14th strikeout performance from Garrett Cole and a grand slam from Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Well, Brian, I know fans are happy about a certain sport returning tonight. That's right, Madison. NFL football is officially back tonight. Their season kicks off with an incredible matchup, a potential Super Bowl preview, if you will. It's the Buffalo Bills against the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams, of course, the defending Super Bowl champions. This should be a great game and should be a terrific start to the 2022 season. What about New York football? Well, the Jets finally provided official word on their quarterback situation. They officially announced Joe Flacco as the Week 1 starter as Zach Wilson recovers from a knee injury he suffered during the preseason. With WFUV Sports, I'm Brian Raybax. Thanks, Brian. The Delacorte Theater in Central Park has a long history of hosting reimagined Shakespeare classics for the stage. And the musical adaptation of As You Like It is no exception. WFUV's Megan Oftermat has more on how this show, produced by the Public Theater's Public Works program, bridges the gap between the stage and the people watching from their seats. What do you know about As You Like It? Maybe you read it in high school. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you're familiar with some of the major themes, two of which are love and likeness. As You Like It explores the idea that the people we often like are a lot like other people that we, well, like. And this production put up by the Public Theater and Public Works explores that concept in a wholly different way. It uses its primary platform, the theater, to include the community in the story, proving the point that we're all a lot more alike than we even realized. What we do is we collaborate with eight community organizations all around the city, and we build relationships with people from those organizations. That's Pablo Hernandez Basulto. He's the manager of community impact for the Public Theater's Public Works program. The organization strives to make theater more accessible for the community, and it's celebrating its 10-year anniversary of doing just that with a five-week run of Shakespeare's As You Like It in Central Park. We are aiming to be a theater of, by, and for New York City. In this case, that means literally folding New Yorkers into the production. The ensemble is made up of 120-plus New Yorkers from all five boroughs. And most of them aren't actors by trade. Also, many of them have other professions. So nurses and teachers and students and military veterans and domestic workers. And that community onstage resonates with the community offstage. Every night we ask the audience to raise their hand if they live somewhere in the five boroughs, and the majority of the audience has their hands up. That desire to make a local impact was actually influenced by the national stage. The show premiered in 2017 in response to the social division that crept into the country after the 2016 election. Basulto says those same themes still exist today. With the pandemic very much still happening, with injustice very much still happening, you know, a threat to democracy, there's still very much to say about theater as a space where we can come and still choose love. And the goal of the creative team was to do just that, to build a show that explores social unrest and highlights how we're more alike than we are different. Really what ignites is is amazing artists like Lori, like Shayna, 
who can look at Shakespeare texts from hundreds of years ago and see how it speaks about community building. He's talking about director Lori Woolery and Shayna Taub, who wrote the music and lyrics. It's funny, the title being As You Like It, and you, when you talk about likeness, there's some um, themes about community a ton there. and It speaks about what it means for us to come united as one city. And the idea of what is it like to come together and build community despite banishment. Basulto says that community building through theater can help us heal as a collective. The final song of the show is called Still I Will Love. And it speaks about in the darkest days, in the most bitter nights, still I will love and I will still choose love. On the heaviest day, on the bitterest tonight, Still I will love, still I will love. This free Shakespeare in the Park production will conclude its run this weekend. You can catch the show tonight through Sunday, September 11th. Free tickets are distributed on the day of each performance at the Delacorte Theatre in Central Park, in person at borough distribution sites, or through both in-person and virtual lotteries. And while this might be the end of this particular Public Works show, it's just the beginning for the group of people who came together to tell this story. At the end of doing a show was just the beginning of a community. You can find more information about the Public Theater, the Public Works program, and tickets to As You Like It on the Public's website, publictheater.org. With WFUV News, I'm Megan Oftermat. That was WFUV's Megan Oftermat talking about the Public Theater's musical adaptation of As You Like It, running now through Sunday, September 11th at the Delacorte Theater in Central Park. And that's our show for today. I'm Madison Colombo. And I'm Jaya Joyce. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends. They can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.